Yo, yo, what up, what up, people? This is your boy Prime Evil, the IMC TV. We can review this week 20, 2022. Uh, we appreciate you um, supporting us, clicking on the podcast and visiting the radio station and listening to our hot off the chain radio. We appreciate you once again um, this week 20, 2022. As I stated, we're going to go straight to the news that has been happening this week in our world. Uh, Russian paramilitaries killing and torturing civilians in CAR. The United Nations has called on the United States to take action to protect civilians in the Central African Republic where Russian paramilitaries have committed serious abuses against civilians since 2019, Human Rights Watch said in a report on Tuesday. Uh, The country has been on the scene of a civil war since 2013 but has considerably decreased in intensity since 2018. Uh, President forcing a chunk to Adera, however, called on Moscow in late 2020 to rescue a weak and destitute army to repel a rebel offensive that threatened Bangui and the regime. Hundreds of Russian paramilitaries, mercenaries from the private security company Wagner, according to the UN and Western capitals, were sent to reinforce hundreds of others who had been supporting the regime since 2018. Uh, thanks to them, the armed groups, whether rebels or simple predators, have been pushed back from a majority of the two-thirds of the territory they still occupied in 2020. However, the UN, the European Union, and countries such as France accused Wagner's mercenaries of committing crimes and abusing and abuses against civilians. Uh, there's a uh, compelling evidence that forces identified as Russian supporting the Central African government have committed serious abuses against civilians with complete impunity, said Aida Sawyer, the director of the Human Rights Watch. Conflict and Crisis Division. Um, this is crazy. Um, let's, let, let's go on to other news real quick before we analyze that. Uh, Mali, France has lost legal basis for military operations. Uh, Mali has declared that France no longer has a legal basis for carrying out military operations in the country after a Bamako Quickie Defense Agreement. Uh, the announcement on Malian television late Tuesday came a day after the junta walked out of several agreements underpinning French and European missions in the jihadist hit state. Uh, Foreign Minister Abdoulaye Diop said that it would take six months for the former hand of a 2014 defense cooperation agreement with France to take effect. However, the legal end of agreement signed in 2013 and 2020 on France's Barkane and Europe's Takuba operations in Mali applied immediately, he said. So as of May 2nd, the agreement covering Barkane and the agreement covering Takuba ceased taking an effect with regard to Mali, which means that as of this moment, there's no legal basis for France to operate on Malian soil, Diop said. Uh, France deployed thousands of troops in Mali backed by drones and warplanes under its Barkane operation a mission aimed at helping fragile allies in the Sahel fight a brutal jihadist in Sunja Sea. Um, I think Africa just need to do their own thing. Uh, this is a good news right here that um, Mali is saying that France no longer have any legal basis of operating in the territory, but in the same strength, they are actually getting mercenaries, you know, just like 
you know, the Central African Republic it got mercenaries, Russian mercenaries, and they are actually killing their own civilians. You know what I'm saying? And um, this Africa needs to come together real strong. You know, as a continent, I don't see why we are actually going to the Western world and asking for support to fight the jihadists. You know, I don't understand what the African Union is doing. You know what I'm saying? The African Union as a body, you know, they are not even, you know, they're, they're not proactive. You know, this is African Union is supposed to be a pan-African organization that should be there for the interests of all African nations. So situations like this where you have countries going to get mercenaries from outside Africa, it's, it's, it's just ridiculous. We should have an African military force, you know what I'm saying, that can help sustain peace in the African continent. You know, because we can't keep going to the Western world because the Western world are only there, you know, for what they can gain. It's not about really, truly helping, you know. Yeah, they will take one from, they will give you one and take ten from you. That's pretty much what's going on. So we need to open our eyes as black people, as African continent, we need to open our eyes and do for ourselves. You know, in this day and age, it shouldn't be that difficult. You know, the technology is right there. You know, like I said, if it's reverse engineering techs that are out there and we, we need to get it together, you know what I mean? Because it seems like we are just not doing the right thing. And at the end of the day, generations unborn, African generations unborn are the ones that's going to suffer all of this kind of um, lack of leadership that we are experiencing in Africa. You know, other news, though, uh, breaking IPOB not on our list of terrorist groups not prescribed in Britain. Uh, UK makes clarifications on contentious document. Uh, the United Kingdom government has stated that the indigenous people of Biafra is neither a terrorist group nor proscribed in a European country. Uh, the UK in a release on Friday obtained by the press said reports claiming it designated a group as terrorists were false. Uh, the United Kingdom Visas and Immigration Office disclosed in its May 2022 policy update said IPOB is proscribed as a terrorist group by the Nigerian government and members of the group and its paramilitary wing, the Eastern Security Network, created in December 2020, have reportedly committed human rights violations in Nigeria. Uh, if a person has been involved with IPOB or any affiliated group, MASOB, or any other Biafran group that incites or use violence to achieve its aims, decision makers must consider whether one or more of the exclusion clauses under the Refugee Convention is applicable. Uh, persons who commit human rights violations must not be granted asylum. And the Nigerian government, in a statement issued by the presidency's spokesman, Gabo had said the UK stands was a welcome development and should be followed up with appropriate actions. But a statement by the British High Commission of, uh, in Abuja on Friday said this wasn't the case. It reads, We are aware of inaccurate reporting circulating in the media and online that the UK government has added the indigenous people of Biafra to the UK's list of terror groups or organizations banned under UK law. These reports are untrue. The indigenous people of Biafra is not a proscribed organization in the UK. 
um, it's good to know that I'm, they are not a proscribed organization because I never saw the wisdom in the Nigerian government proscribing them in the first place. You know, because I mean, these are people that were just agitating for what was right. You know what I'm saying? They're still agitating for what's right. But the government is not willing to sit down and dialogue with these people and do the needful. Well, rather, the, the, the government will rather sit with murderers, rapists, terrorists, people that are actually killing people. They will actually sit with these people. They will actually give these people ransom. They will actually try to reintegrate these people back into society, whereby people that are just speaking and just using their voices are actually being chased and killed, you know, being up and down. So that's the story of Nigeria right now. So I'm glad that the United Kingdom has taken this stance and I'm for sure that false reporting was actually, I won't be surprised if it's somebody from the Nigeria government that put that out in the first place, you know. Other news though, um, former Nigerian Senator Arthur Nzeribe is dead. Uh, former Nigerian Senator Francis Arthur Nzeribe is dead. The law, the late lawmaker was 83 years old. He died on Sunday morning. According to sources, Inzariva was declared dead at a foreign hospital following an undisclosed ailment. He died this morning in the hospital abroad. The family will soon release a statement, the source said. Uh, he was, uh, Inzariva was a senator who represented Orlu first in 1999, but in November 2002, and then Senate President Ayin Pius Ayin suspended Inzaribe indefinitely over an allegation of 22 million naira fraud. Uh, also in April 20, 2006, the All Loose People Consultative Assembly, sponsored by the then governor of Imo State, Achike Udenwa, staged what he called a 1 million march to drum support for Inzaribe's call from the Senate. Uh, due to popular demand in December 2006, Inzaribe was defeated by Osita Uzunasu during the People's Democratic Party primaries uh, for the 2007 senatorial election. Uh, I guess that's his legacy because that's what's written up about him, you know. But um, again, may he rest in peace, you know. He lived a long life because um, he's 83 years old. But again, I'm for sure his family are going to be, you know, in pains and distraught and all of that so we our hearts and us and our sympathies go to the family may he rest in peace though but on other news that are in our world in africa nigeria anti-corruption agency icpc to investigate central bank governor in mayfiele interest group over purchase of 100 million naira apc forms uh civic group the human and environmental development agenda Head the Resource Center has petitioned the Independent Corrupt Practices and Other Related Offenses Commission, ICPC, urging the body to investigate the governor of the Central Bank of Nigeria, Godwin Emefiele, and an emergency interest group, Green Alliance. Emefiele reportedly picked the nomination form on Friday from the party's organizing secretary at the International Conference Center in Abuja. Mayfield, under whom the APEX banker beam had retrogressed and the national economy receded, said it was patriots who bought the all-progressive Congress party's nomination forms for him, adding that he would use his own money to buy his nomination forms when he had made a decision 
to run for the number one office. Um, in a statement, Heather said it a petition the ICPC to take swift action to prevent the breach of the Central Bank of Nigeria Act by the governor by promptly and diligently investigating the motive and sponsors of the Green Alliance movement, and if any foul play was uncovered, such corporates should be prosecuted accordingly. Uh, the group said a statement by the CBN governor shows that he had been involved in politics contrary to Section 9 of the CBN Act. This is a this is a sad story. I think it's an unfortunate story. You know, this um, Nigerian central bank governor that's supposed to be apolitical has just picked up a form hundred million naira to run for the presidency of Nigeria. You know, for people that don't know, hundred million naira is about at least two hundred thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? Which is ridiculous just to pay for a form to run for president of a country you know for especially for a country where you have a lot of people that are suffering you have a lot of insecurity you know what i'm saying nothing is working no electricity no clean water no good roads you know i can just go on and on and on and on and on and you have people paying a hundred million naira to get a, a form you know according to reports the uh, the, the main party, which is the APC, the ruling party right now, has collected over 30 billion naira, you know, just for forms alone, man. So these are the things that are actually making corruption, that are actually making the, the growth of corruption possible, you know, because who is going to afford 100 million? And why are nobody asking who's paying? Where are these people getting money? Nobody want to say they pay for themselves. They always come and say, oh, somebody pay for us like this CBN governor is saying right now. So the independent corrupt um, practices, um, independent corrupt practices and other related offenses commission, ICPC, they should do their job. EFCC should do their job. All of these people, all of these candidates, all of these people that are coming out and saying they're paying a hundred million for one person or the other, the government needs to investigate all of these people. Because in the the poverty that's inherent to the country, it's crazy that people are, are just doling out money. And the, the, the field of aspirants is overwhelming. You know, it seems like each state has an aspirant. You know, you have over 30 certain people between the two parties. You have over 30 certain people that's trying to run for president of Nigeria. You know, so um, the, the, the agencies, man, they need to do their job. We need to have better laws in place. You know, election campaign laws, we know we, election funding. We need to have laws in place that mitigate all of this nonsense. There has to be a ceiling. And what can be charged for a form to run for the president? Uh, we need to we need to come up with a new constitution, because I think we coming up with a new constitution will actually address all of this nonsense that's going on in Nigeria right now. Other news, man: Nigerian House of Representatives to reconvene on Monday over Central Bank Governor Emefiele's presidential aspiration. Uh, the House of Representatives will on Monday reconvene for an emergency plenary session to deliberate on the presidential ambition of the governor of the Central Bank of Nigeria, Godwin Emefiele, and the crisis in the aviation sector. Uh, Emefiele reportedly picked the nomination form on Friday from the party's organizing secretary, 
at the International Conference Center in Abuja. He has come under heavy criticism. Uh, Mayfield, under whom the Apex Bank had retrogressed and the National Economy receded, said it, it was patriots who bought the All Progressive Congress Party's nomination forms for him, adding that he would use his own money to buy his nomination forms when he had made a decision to run for the number one office. Uh, also on Friday, Nigerian airline operators announced that they would suspend operations as from Monday due to the high cost of aviation fuel, which has hit 700 naira per liter. Uh, the president of airline operations of Nigeria, Abdul Munaf Serena, disclosed this in a statement. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, you know. So I'm glad that the national, the House of Representatives are actually going to actually deliberate on this central bank governor running for president, you know, because he's supposed to be a political. He's not supposed to be part of a political party, you know what I'm saying? Because you're running the country's economy. You're not running the party's economy, you know what I'm saying? So it, it, it's ridiculous. The country has been failing, like the report said, both reports that I just read, just pointed out that on this watch, the country has not been doing great. And these are the people that want to come, that are stepping up to come rule Nigeria. When the job that you have had, you have not been able to make no, no, no positive impact in the lives of the people that you're serving, which is the Nigerian citizens. But yet you want to come. And that's what I'm saying. That's why the system is so messed up. You know what I mean? Because it's only in Nigeria you see mediocrity. You know? Mediocrity at the top. You know, people that, that actually don't have no common sense. They're the ones that are leading the people with the brains. You know, because Nigerians are very smart people. You have Nigerians all over the world that are doing great things. But it's crazy that back home, those... It's not translating back home. Great things are not happening back home. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, I'll take it. We have great people, you know what I'm saying? In our arts, you know, we have great people. But when you have leaders that are not doing the right thing, man, you know, it just spoils everything for everybody, man. It's frustrating. That's what I'm saying, what I'm saying, man. Other news, man. Nigerian police arrest officers seen in viral video dancing in support of a cult group. The Nigerian police force has confirmed the arrest of Corporal Matthew Isaac, who was seen in a viral video singing, dancing, and brandishing a rifle in praise of a particular co-fraternity cult. Uh, the arrest was confirmed in a statement issued by the Acting Force Public Relations Officer CSP Olumu Yuwa Adejobi, who noted that the suspect was, was attached to the Airborne State Police Command. Uh, Adejobi, who condemned the conduct of the police officer, said it is clearly calculated to portray the NPF negatively, adding that it was against the provisions of the first schedule to Regulation 370 of the police regulations. Uh, the statement reads, The Inspector General of Police, Usman Baba, has condemned the unruly conduct of the police officer caught in a viral video, singing, dancing, and brandishing a rifle in praise of a particular co-fraternity cult. Uh, the officer has been identified and is attached to the Borneo State Police Command. The act of the officer in question, which is clearly calculated to portray the uh, police force negatively, is a discreditable conduct in line with the provisions of Regulation 370 of the force regulations. Uh, the Inspector General of Police 
IGB Usman Akali Baba has directed the Commissioner of Police in charge of Ebony State to detail the commands OC Provost to hand over the Irving officer to the Force Provost Marshal for necessary disciplinary actions. I mean, yeah, he needs to face disciplinary actions, but again, all of this, all of this nonsense, crazy behaviors are coming from the rats at the top. You know what I'm saying? When the leadership is bad, you know, that's what happens, man. When your leadership is bad, that's just what happens. Everybody follows suit and do madness, you know? So that that's it. So we need to fix our country. We need to fix Africa. You know what I'm saying? Because the situation is just crazy. It's just mostly bad news coming out of Africa, man. With all the potential, it seems like it's just bad news. You know? Al-Shabaab claims deadly attack on AU base in Somalia. Uh, Al-Shabaab jihadists armed with guns and explosives stunned an African Union base in Somalia on Tuesday, triggering a fierce firefight that killed Burundian peacekeepers. High-ranking Burundian military officers said about 30 soldiers were killed and another 22 wounded, while a dozen were missing. It was the first such attack on a peacekeeping base since the African Union transition mission in Somalia replaced the previous Amisom peacekeeping force on April 1st. Al-Shabaab, which has been waging a deadly insurgency against Somalia's fragile central government for more than a decade, claimed responsibility saying it had taken control of the camp and claimed to have killed 173 soldiers. Uh, Somalia's government said it condemns the attack against Atmis and appealed to the international community to do more to support Somalia forces and Atmis in effectively combating terrorism. Atmis, made up of troops from Burundi, Djibouti, Ethiopia, Kenya, and Uganda, is tasked with helping Somalia forces take primary responsibility for security in a country that has been mired in conflict since 1991. The attack highlights the ongoing security wars in the troubled Horn of Africa country, which is also embroiled in a deep political crisis over delayed elections and faces a threat of famine. See what I mean? Um, our, our continent, man, we need to do better, man. African leaders, we need to come, y'all need to come together, man. You know what I'm saying? We need to open manufacturing places, manufacture weapons, training, real training institutes, man. All this corruption, and that's what's killing us, you know, because regardless of what we do, as long as the corruption is just, is just in, in Africa like it is right now, you know, then, then we're going nowhere, man. You know what I'm saying? That's the problem, you know, because I don't believe that we cannot fight terrorists man i cannot believe it you know these are f about four or five different countries man that are battling our problem is corruption and we are not focused that's what i feel the african continent problem is we have the wrong people that are leading us people that are not leaders are leading africa that's the problem 76 people arrested after police and muslim worshippers clash in addis ababa a memorial museum and some businesses have been damaged in Addis Ababa 
after clashes between police and Muslims celebrating the end of Ramadan broke out on Monday, April 2nd. Uh, the incident occurred outside the international stadium in the center of the Ethiopian capital where either future prayers were taking place. All the glass of the museum is shattered, says Mulalem um, Asafa, manager of Red Terror's Matai's Memorial Museum. A car that was used by a former head of state, Meginsu I. Mariam, which is now the property of the museum, is damaged. Uh, the minibus used for transportation is also vandalized. The cafe, the computer shop, and the bookshop, which are administered by the museum, have been destroyed. Uh, 76 suspects have already been arrested by the Ethiopian police. A member of the Ethiopian Eye Council of Islamic Affairs reported that police at the scene told him that a policeman accidentally fired a round of tear gas, which triggered a confrontation. Uh, generally says some demonstrations demonstrators shouted justice for Ganda and don't burn our mosque don't kill our people uh, at least 20 people muslims were killed last tuesday in the northern city of Ganda while attending a funeral the islamic affairs council of damara region says extremist christians are responsible for the deadly attack the region's security authority said on friday that 373 people have been arrested see uh, problem, corruption, and religion. Those are the things we need to get away with in Africa. The moment we can do away with corruption and have real institutions, you know what I'm saying? We go back to who we were. You know, because I mean, all of this stuff that's happening are evil seeds that were planted by the colonial masters that are actually affecting us today. All of this, Christianity, Islam, all of this are problems that are affecting us today and right now come on this is a people are fighting because of religion you know it's not just alone in ethiopia and all of this it happens all over africa you know the people that brought the religion to us you don't see them fight in the u.s you don't see muslims and christians clashing you know what i'm saying because religion is not they don't carry religion on their head like we africans do you know what i mean so we need to <laughs> We need to, African continent need to have some type of conference or something, you know what I'm saying, to get ourselves, to get our heads straight. Because, I mean, the, again, the leaders of today, we don't have none. That's why everything is going the way it is in Africa. It's so disheartening, man. Anytime I'm reading this weekend review, sometimes I'm not even going to lie. That's why we actually took a pause from from the podcast because it seemed like it's always bad news that are coming you know what i mean when when you deal with so much negativity man it takes effect on you start to affect you you know what i'm saying so that's what i'm saying our leaders we need to change our mindset our people we need to change our mindset we're gonna keep speaking regardless of how disheartening it is we're gonna keep speaking and trying to see how we can lend our voice you know, to be part of the solution to the problems we face in Africa. You know what I mean? Other news. Uh, eight dead and three-story building collapsed in Nigeria. Uh, three-story residential building has collapsed in Lagos, Nigeria's largest city, killing at least eight people with many fear trapped. Emergency response services said on Monday, uh, 23 people have been rescued alive, including seven children and 16 adults. 
said Ibrahim Farin Loye of Nigeria's National Emergency Management Agency, adding nine of those rescued alive have been treated and discharged. Among the dead are a mother and a son, and we are still looking for other victims, continue Farin Loye. Uh, the cause of the collapse, which happened around 9.30 p.m. on Sunday, is yet to be established, according to the agency. Uh, the residential apartment building collapsed late Sunday night in the Oyingbo area of Lagos, Nigeria's commercial center and most populated city with more than 14 million people. Uh, residents and passersby gathered before dawn as they joined a team of emergency and aid workers who searched through the rubble in search of survivors. It is not clear how many occupants were in the apartment building located in a densely populated area of the city. Yeah, this is a very tragic situation right here. You know, I actually saw this is tragic. And uh, what's even more tragic is that the people, the residents, the occupants of that building, even the owners knew that that building was not safe. You know, the government had been trying to evict them for a minute out of that building. And people were just so adamant to keep staying there, you know. Even in that same area, you have other buildings that have actually been marked by the government that are not safe, that are marked for, demolish, uh, for demolition. But you still have people that are still staying there, living there, and refuse to vacate it. You know, the, the owners that's, that I saw with this in respect to this particular building that, that collapsed, they were talking about they told people to leave and that when they come to the building, they, they were scared that they don't stay more than two minutes. But why didn't they do the need for themselves? Because I'm for sure they were still collecting rent. Even if those people did not move, they were still collecting rent from those people. So that just tell you how what I mean by we as a people, we need to do better. Not just the government, we the people need to do better. We the black people, we African people, we need to do better. You know what I'm saying? Because this tragedy right here could have been avoided if some people were not just thinking about their pockets. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, that's what it was about, about money. Because the owners of the building, I'm for sure, till that building collapsed, they were still collecting rent from those people that were there. You know? So everybody have a blame to this. The government, the government should have done the needful and went in there to make sure they evicted everybody. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not safe it's not safe they knew the building was going to collapse they just didn't know when you know so the government and everybody involved should have done the needful again our hearts go out to those people that died you know what i'm saying those people that were affected but you know we need to do better as a people yo other news my people uh miners trapped inside a mine in burkina faso await rescue uh, it's a race against time in Burkina Faso to save eight miners trapped inside a mine. Uh, the operation started on the 21st of April after the Pecoa zinc mine was flooded. The miners are thought to be at a depth of 700 meters. Uh, the group includes six Burkinaab, one Zambian, and one Tanzania. At least four mining companies are involved in the pumping work. The families, however, are beginning to lose hope given the slow pace of the operation. According to a local union representatives, shelters inside the mine can withstand certain living conditions for a fortnight, such as water and oxygen. Food, however, remains an issue. Uh, the families of the miners have already appealed for international help. 
it's just crazy man you know it, it's just crazy our heart goes out to these people again and um our leaders we need to continue to do the right thing by our people we as a people we need to continue to do the right thing for ourselves for our own survival for our own preservation or else you know what i'm saying because everything that just keep coming out of our beloved motherland and everything is always bad news man and um it shouldn't be like that you know what i mean but um we want to thank you again for joining us for listening to us today you know seem like all we brought you always negativity or hope it doesn't affect you in a negative way we're just trying to keep you informed you know what i mean but once again this is your boy prime evil the imc tv weekend review we appreciate you continue to support us and uh, make sure you go check out radio.imctv.com that's our official digital radio station and this show right here will be simulcast on that radio station also once again we appreciate you continue to support us we'll talk to you next weekend people and continue to check out our new offerings and all of that one love people